Hey guys, and welcome back to the Pennies to Pounds podcast with your host Kay. And this is the podcast where we aim to dispel myths, simplify difficult financial jargon, and rectify your own personal problems. So today, as always, I'm joined with an amazing guest. But I will let my guest take it away from here. So guest, who are you? Introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Bricks with Tips, at Bricks with Tips on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Um, and what I do is I basically break down complex and sometimes simple property tips, property strategies, and just try and make it digestible for the everyday person. So I do that across all of my social platforms. Again, uh, that's YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram, and it's Bricks with Tips. Bricks with a Z, tips with a Z. So yeah, that's me basically. Love it, I love it. So today you're going to drop some gems on us, aren't you? I am going to drop some gems, but I'm going to start with an un... How do I put this? Uh, Unexpected compliment, because... I actually came across your Twitter very early on. And as you know, I DM'd you very yeah. early on. And it's funny because um, from your Twitter and all your like finance tips, I was like, nah, this is sick. Then I saw you had a podcast. And I thought the podcast was sick and I sent it to my wife. So, <laughs> so I've been following this podcast for a little bit, just like to... Yeah. You know, you, you know, you just need something to keep you on the right track. Yeah. So I thought I'd start with a compliment. I'm a Thank big fan you. of your podcast. So yeah. That was unexpected. That was so unexpected. Thank you so much. Yeah, man, I'm, a, I'm an unexpected... <laughs> Yeah, you know. But no, yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you, honestly. And I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, sure. But we're going to talk about property today. We are going to talk about property. Because this is your forte, not mine. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the process of trying to trying to get my first, saving up for my first. But you, you've, you've been there, you've done that. So yeah. I want to have a conversation with you about what we can do. So let's talk about first-time buyers. So someone like me, what? take it away from there. I'm first-time buyer. So first-time buyers, um, I kind of made, like like I say, I make these videos, but it's, also, it's always good to talk about these things live. So I think first-time buyers, the first thing you need to do is have the knowledge. And the, re- the reason I say uh, have the knowledge is because if you're anything like me, if you're saving, 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 and you have no goal to what you're saving for, mm-hmm. you kind of lack motivation, you lack direction, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I think for all first-time buyers, while you are saving, you can do to you could do pieces of work towards your property while you're just saving don't just do saving do things like fix your credit at the same time yeah, simultaneously 100%. but the biggest thing is get knowledge yeah the reason why i say that is because you can find out how much so if you had a savings goal of like 30k basically yeah and you know what your salary is going to be on when you make that 30k yeah you can find out today how much the maximum property you can afford is yeah, basically yeah. so if you've got let's say 25k and you say right i want to save an extra 5k to get 30k you will know what maximum property price you can buy yeah in turn you know what locations you can buy now yeah. basically and you've actually got a tangible goal that you can save towards so i would say to first-time buyers the key thing is knowledge 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 and I'm going to go straight into it with um, a tip that I've done on my first ever video, which is um, learning a lender's criteria and using mm. their calculators as well. Now, Oh, yeah, um, that's always a handy tip, yeah. It is always a handy tip. Now, um, on my Twitter, um, I don't really, I haven't really said it outright, but I used to be a broker. Um, like we oh, discussed amazing. Yeah, yeah, so I used to be a mortgage broker. So um, the websites that mortgage brokers have access to, it's actually available to the public as well. Yeah. Let me give you an example. So if you go on Santander's website as yeah. a first-time buyer, mm-hmm. you may have been on Santander's oh, yeah. website or whoever you, you bank with, they'll have information about what you need to get a mortgage and give you like tips and hints and what they require from you. Three months bank statement, yeah. three months pay slip. It is all quite vague. Now, if you type in, um, let's say, uh, if you Google Santander um, lending criteria, what will happen is that you'll see Santander for intermediaries. 
Now this is the website that the broker uses. Okay. Now there's no web, there's no password to get on it. It's all public information there for you. But you should know how to find brokers. it. Yeah. So right. you can just Google Santander lending criteria, and that's going to come up. Now, if you're anything like me, the more knowledge, the better, right? Yeah, of course. If you've got the knowledge, you can now yeah. get me. So you know how to navigate. So if you go onto that website now, there is so much information. People that are concerned about adverse adverse credit yeah. will have paragraphs about adverse credit. If you're concerned mm-hmm. about um, anything to buy in property with cryptocurrencies, oh, they've wow. got something in there about it. So yeah. someone that is just a first-time buyer with a job and blah, 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 you're going to find a wealth of information there. And then from that, you know exactly what you need to do. Yeah. And you've, it's like you've got the cheat sheet for the lender, basically. So yeah. you, can read, you can read what they expect of you and you know exactly what to give them. Some lenders will even write down like... Um, so, for example, Santander mentioned, I can't remember exactly what they've got, but they've got something like... If you earn uh, under 40K, we will do 4.25 times your salary. However, if you earn over 40K, we'll do five times your salary. Okay, so, so you, you know get, exactly what to work out and how much you've given You can get to... information as granular as that. So, yeah, so it's, it's like knowledge is so important. And um, if you don't, like I say, if you don't know about my YouTube channel or my Twitter page, um, I've got, my wife and I have got a property portfolio of four properties now. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, based in southeast uh, London and Kent. So we've got three in Kent and one in London, right? That's amazing. And thank you. And the thing that got us started is, um, well, the thing that got me started, because I bought the first two by myself, um, which I can go into a bit later. And then she jumped in and um, we bought the third and fourth, which her jumping in really helped me out. I'll go go on to buy in with um, um, someone else a bit later, hopefully, if we've got the time. But um, yeah, so we've got four properties now. When I bought the first one, for me, it was all about knowing exactly what the lender wants and um, just having that knowledge, basically. Yeah. Um, and also, also, sorry, um, just to backtrack again, um, do your research on the areas you want to buy mm-hmm. as well. Every area that you're buying in, you need to have a selling point. You need to have that reason in your head why you're buying there. That's if you're buying for investment purposes, though. Mm-hmm. I'm going to digress again. Apologies. No, it's right. No, I'm enjoying. <laughs> I'm going to digress again. Apologies. People have different reasons why they want to buy a property. Yeah. And it's absolutely fine. Some people just want a roof over their head. Mm-hmm. Some people want to live in, a, in an area because that's where their family lives. Mm-hmm. Some people want to, like there's a lot of talk about, a lot of people say don't buy a leasehold, but what if somebody wants a um, property that looks over the Thames? Yeah. They're going to have to get a leasehold, yeah, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, this yeah. is going to be a flat. You yeah, can't yeah. get a house that's going to, yeah, <laughs> do you yeah. get what I'm trying to say? So yeah. everybody buys for different reasons, right? If you're buying for investment purposes, shall I say, because one thing I will say is that first-time buyers, if you're buying a property, you can actually buy a roof over your head and have that property for investment purposes because my property is what propelled my, my first property is what propelled my property journey and my property portfolio. It's the best performing property out of all of my properties, basically. Okay, so let's let's go in a bit more into into the investment part. Into the investment part. Because I think this is quite interesting. So let, let's say, let's take me again. So let's say now I've gotten to the point, I've got my first property. I'm excited. But now I want to make money from it. That's what I want to do. I want to try and get some money from it. Let's let's say I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay at home. So I've got a property. I was going to live there. Mm, change my mind. What's my next steps, like, in, in your opinion, from what, what you've experienced? Cool. So from what I've experienced, I'll talk about my own experience. And I said, I tweeted earlier that I'm going to give some exclusive content, things that I haven't said before. So we're going to talk some figures, some of my actual figures. So let's say that um, I was in a similar position to you. Um, you, um, I moved in by myself. So if you're looking to buy a property, you're looking to buy a property by yourself, right? 
So I bought a property by myself, right? Three bedroom property out in Kent. It was quite a way out in Kent. Yeah. In an area called Sittingbourne, right? Mm-hmm. Haven't said this to anyone. My mortgage payments were five hundred and ten pounds a month. That's right? right. Yeah, it was good. It was yeah. good. For, funny enough, I actually had a high interest rate at that time. Oh. Yeah. So that interest rate was, um, I think it was three point something basically, yeah. which is quite high relative yeah, yeah, to what yeah. it is now. Yeah. Anyways, making money off the property. Now, before I actually moved into the property, I checked what the rooms go for. So, I know that rooms go for an average 450 a room, basically. The reason why mm. I average it out is because the box room will be a bit less. Yeah, because the double the room will be yeah, a bit yeah, more, yeah. but it averages out 450. Yeah. So, that's nine bills I'm making. And yeah. I'm renting it out straight away. Yeah. Renting the rooms out straight away. You're actually allowed to do that as well. Absolutely fine. Your lenders will allow you to do that. Yeah. Lodgers, right? Yeah. So... I'm paying five ten a month, yeah? Yeah. And I'm getting rental income of 900 so, so you saved the difference. So now, so now someone's paying off my mortgage. Yeah, yeah, of course. They're paying the utility bills. Yeah. And I've still got a little change. Yeah. So with that little change, I'm thinking, right, cool. Let me let me spend on this. Let me spend on that. But I said, nah, let me save, nah, right? Because yeah. I was quite a way out, isn't it? So yeah. if you look at sitting ball on the map, it's quite a way out. But it's kind of, it kind of, that situation kind of reminded me of, I don't know if you've ever had it, but like when I was in uni, there was a summer that I stayed back. Yeah. Right? And worked. Mm-hmm. And I found, because no one was around you, yeah, I got my head down. Yeah. You, know you can just say? stay focused. I was trying to say yeah. for that Voxel Astra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I put my head down, right? Yeah. I'm picking up, I was working at a call center. Yeah. Picking up crazy hours. <laughs> crazy hours. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So it was kind of like that. So I was stacking every penny. So salaries coming in, right? Yeah. Rental income's coming in. But I think the key, which I love about property is because you get equity in the property as yeah. well. So equity is building the property. Mm. And it's all about, for me, Property is a lot about making your money work for you. So in that point, my money's working for me because I've used the deposit to buy a property. But now, not only are my lodgers paying off my property, I'm also saving money on top of it. And then now I can save my salary as well. My salary, I'm not even paying a mortgage in the yeah. moment now, basically, because they're paying it. Sorry. So um, what I did after that is I actually moved back home. Now, yeah. I'll tell you how you can do this. This is another kind of tip. I was quite far from work. It was taking me about 45 minutes to an hour to get to work, which isn't too bad considering where I was, but it was taking me about 45 minutes to um, an hour to get to work because it's a high-speed train that can get me to work quite yeah. quickly. So at the time, you'd have to write to your lender. Yeah, my it's dad lot, told me this, yeah. It's a lot simpler now. Um, it's called consent to let. Yeah. So basically, I've written to my lender and said, you know what, I'm struggling to commute to work. It's giving me a bit of issues and... Um, it's giving me, it may lead to me having troubles making these mortgage payments. I don't even think I had to say that to them, to yeah. be fair, but I said that I'm struggling to get to work. Yeah. So what I want to do is I want to move back to my mum's house. Yeah. Then when I come to the end of my two-year deal, I'll either flick this property into a buy-to-let mortgage yeah, yeah. with you. Yeah. Um, they've got like a, Halifax don't do buy-to-let mortgage, but I think BM Solutions do their buy-to-let mortgage. Yeah. Anyway, that's irrelevant. Flick it onto a buy-to-let with you, or um, I'll move back into the property. I said I'll try and get a transfer yeah. down to this area, basically, move yeah. back into the property, essentially. They've written back almost instantly and said, yes, that's fine. Cool. So I've rented out my room now. Yeah. So 450 plus the 900 is 1,350. So now I'm cleaning up 1,350 per month off that property, right? I'm back in my mum's house, basically. But if you're like me and anybody that's rented um, and then gone back to their parents' house. It's a struggle. It's it's a struggle. It's a struggle. I've done it. Even things like, I just don't want my name being called. Yeah. I love love my mum. I love my mum. Mum, if you're you're listening, but listen, I just don't want my name being called. I just want to get, you got what I'm trying to say? It's it's tough, isn't it? So that kind of gave me like a crazy drive, Mm -hmm. a crazy drive to buy another property. So it's weird because I, 
I knew I was interested in property, but I didn't set out to have this many properties in this time. It kind of, it was just, um, I just thank God the way that it worked out, to yeah. be quite honest with you. But, but I said, that's life, isn't it? You, you don't life. have stuff, it just kind of happens that way. Exactly that. So um, hopefully this will help some first-time buyers as well, because this bit of knowledge can kind of show how you can get another property, right? Yeah. So um, I've been saving my salary, because mm-hmm. my salary is not being eaten into my mortgage. Yeah. And I've been saving the difference of renting out the three rooms. Mortgage is 510, rental income is 1350 yeah. So I'm saving that money. Also, what I've done is I've pulled out equity from the property. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a, this, I think this is about a, a year a year and a bit later, or yeah. a year later or so. I've pulled out equity from the property, basically. Now, if anybody doesn't understand what equity is yeah. and pulling out equity, if you want me to explain briefly, I can. Yeah, go for it. Right, so equity is essentially the difference between what the property is worth mm-hmm. and what the mortgage outstanding is. Yeah. And there'll be some money in there, basically, and you can actually pull some of that money out. Lenders don't tend to allow you to pull out all of the money, but um, you can pull out some of it. The only way you can pull out all of the equity is by selling a property, which, as of now, I'm not really of the opinion of selling properties, basically, because you can get taxed, capital gains, taxes, stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. However, if you remortgage it and pull the money out, then your mortgage payments go up by a little go up, bit. But, but, but you've got money to play with now. It's minimal. It, it, you'll be very surprised. Go on, on, go online and have a look at how much your like mortgage a, payments go up by. Like a remortgage. Okay. Yeah, if you yeah. pull out exactly that. Like, it's actually so funny because I believe I pulled out, um, I can't remember how much I pulled out, but I pulled out a significant amount of money. Yeah. And my mortgage payments stayed the same. And the reason is, remember I mentioned that I had a high the rate int- of yeah, three yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my interest rate went down so much. It basically like leveled it, it out. It balanced it out, basically. Madness. So I've pulled out money now. Uh, I've got savings from my salary, savings from the rental income. Now, here's the interesting part, right? Because I don't, at the moment, have a residential home yeah. that I live in, essentially. Lenders, so let's just say, for example, I was with Santander. Yeah. When I go to HSBC now... Say I've got an existing property with Santander. Say yeah. my first mortgage in Sittingwood I mentioned was with Santander. Yeah. Um, and let's say that um, I want to now take out a mortgage with HSBC. Yeah. Now, according to HSBC, I live in my parents' house, which is correct, basically. Yeah. So I don't actually have a residential mortgage at the moment. Yeah. So what HSBC, I'm not sure if HSBC have this in their criteria, but what most lenders will do, they just want to know that you've got enough rental income on that property that you've got with Santander yeah. to cover the mortgage, basically. Now, if you do have that in, in place and they're happy with that, they will consider me as a... They won't consider the fact that I'm paying a mortgage, basically. They'll write it off. So they'll do affordability on me again, basically, okay. fresh. Yeah. So they're going to consider my mortgage. If I've got any credit cards and loans or yeah, anything yeah. like that, but they won't consider the, the other mortgage, basically. Okay. So what that means is that you can now buy another residential property, basically, which means that you can put down 10% deposit rather than putting down... 25% yeah. on a buy to let. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, again, there's always a however. Yeah. Tax comes into it. If you buy an additional property, you will be taxed heavily, yeah. basically. And I've really, really felt the pain of this and yeah. done it a few times. So with that property, I had to pay, pay the additional stamp duty. Mm. And it is a pain, but that's something that you have to put up with, basically. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of like a bit of my journey. And hopefully there were some tips in there where, which people can pick up. Always just learn the criterias. Um, I mentioned consent to let, and like you say, your yeah. dad mentioned yeah, it to you. Yeah, he, he told Con- me that, because we, we had that conversation, so similar to, to kind of you, yeah. um, it was very much a thing where I said to him, I want to buy my first property, um, and obviously because we're looking outside London, it's yeah. a lot more affordable, and I said to him, as much as I could live there, 
I don't think I want to be so far out from everyone. Yeah, yeah. So he said to me, oh, yeah, but you can just let it out. And I said, no, but I can't. You know, I'm a yeah. first time buyer. I can't do that. He said, no, consent to let. And he, yeah. he explained the whole thing that you just did. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I didn't know you could do that. I, I just thought that my first property, I have to be in there. So so um, they're a bit... Your, your purpose for buying a property has to be... Has of course, to so it's to be residential, yeah. So there, there's been times where, like... A, a lender may come back and they may decline a mortgage on the basis that they don't think that you're going to live there basically really yeah. but how can they how can they gauge that so this is it um it can be based on like sometimes you know some lenders may ask for your place of employment basically oh right? and if like if, if i say i work in london but i'm trying to buy a place in like ipswich and they, they'll say to you well there's no direct train from ipswich so your journey time is going to be three hours and 30 so you're not going to yeah, really yeah sustainable basically yeah you got what i'm trying to say so but again that, that's in rare scenarios right so lenders don't want you your initial aim for when you buy a property to let it out they mm-hmm. don't like that and which is why they say you can get consent to let when you've lived in the house for six months okay that so only sense. after six months you can yeah. get consent to let basically yeah. um one thing to note as well is that some lenders, right? <laughs> some lenders will charge you to get consent to let. Really? Yeah. Some lenders may do an annual fee. The annual fee isn't the one you go you got to worry about. If you've got to pay a, a 150 or 200 that's for right. consent to let, that's yeah, all right. Cool. The ones you got to worry about are the ones that some lenders may say, we're going to charge you 1% above your current rate, basically. Because when you deal with percentages, it gets a bit... Yeah, it gets a bit sucky. It gets a bit nasty, basically. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's one thing to note. But there's a lot of lenders, I'll say good lenders out good there. Good good ones, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, 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 lending, one of the favourite lenders for all first-time buyers is Halifax. Really? Yeah, Halifax is a first-time buyer lender. Really? Didn't they, have <laughs> they have everything. <laughs> they have everything. <laughs> they're my favourite, man. They're my favourite, yeah. They're that's very, crazy. very helpful. When I was a broker, um, most people, I'd place them with Halifax. If people, if people, like... For me, when I was a first-time buyer, I wasn't concerned with how much the monthly payments would be. Like I said, I'd already calculated how much I'd get from lodgers. Yeah. All I want is it for it to go through. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Right. If I've got, if I've got to pay £100 extra, but you're going to a lender that it will go through with, I'll do that. Do you get yeah, what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah. And brokers actually, when I was a broker, I would actually put that in my mind frame as well. Yeah. At the time I was a broker, HSBC always had the best rates. However, HSBC won 12 at the time, HSBC wanted 12 months bank statement. Mm. Some cases, Santander didn't want any. Some yeah. cases, Santander would do one pay slip, bang, mortgage done. Yeah. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So you, dif- you see the difference yeah, yeah, you in lending criteria yeah. and stuff like that, basically. That so, yeah. is so crazy. So you just kind of like blowing my mind there. Seriously. You're really like blowing my mind. <laughs> um, so I want to kind of just touch on a little bit. Um, so obviously I follow you on Twitter. Yep. I love what you do. I, I, I watch you. your YouTube videos as well. Um, so... What would you say? So this is another one for me as well. I want to buy somewhere, yeah. Yeah. But it's a bit run down, yeah. So yeah. my dad's saying that we like we need to we're gonna have to do it up. Cool. We're have to do it up. Talk talk to me a bit about that because I know that's I watch your videos and I know that's that's a big thing for you. Yeah. So there's a property you're saying right, um, buy the worst house on the best street. Yeah. Now put it this way: one of the things that you can never change about a property, right, mm-hmm. is the location. Yeah. Yeah. So this is why location matters so much in property. If you've got, um, the, if the house is run down, um, let's say the house is run down and it costs run down, it's inhabitable basically, which mm-hmm. means that um, you can't get a mortgage on it basically because really? it's that bad. Yeah. The property is inhabitable if it doesn't have like a working kitchen or there's other criteria where yeah. the property is deemed inhabitable basically. Um, so yeah. And it's worth 200k, right? But there's properties that are habitable on the property on that road, yeah, because it's a sort off the road for 400k. 
didn't think you buy that one because it's the worst house on the best street. But but they give it to you though. You just said to me if it's so in 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 those cases. So apologies for yourself. No, I'm sorry, talking yeah. about, I'm talking about for an investor basically. Okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, so yeah. the example I gave is for an ex- investor because one investor. So would that's, do, that's like a buy to let mortgage kind of that. What, that yeah, one investor would do. They wouldn't even be able to get a buy to let mortgage. They oh, go really? away and get um, something called bridging finance, basically, oh. which is a different type of finance where they finance deals like that. Yeah, where you go and fix in the kitchen. But if I give an example for um, a first time buyer, which mm-hmm. is um, Sorry, that'll be more um, relative, should I say, to the scenario we're talking about. If you're, um, if you've got a property um, yeah, that's worth three hundred thousand, right? Yeah. And all the properties on the road are worth three hundred seventy thousand, but um, the property is in London and um, the property is three hundred thousand. Basically, it's got um, electric heating system. Basically, it's very dated. It's got old electric heating system. Um, wallpapers are. Um, dirty carpets dirty there's a bit of damp somewhere and you've said do you know what i'm gonna come in i'm gonna spend money getting the um radiators um the radiators um all put sorry gas central heating put yeah, in yeah. um you're gonna redo the wallpapers you're gonna redo the carpet um you're gonna fix the damp and basically what you're doing is you're adding value to the property yeah and a lot of the time yeah if you've done the maths right if you're adding value to the property it may cost you not specific to this scenario but that might cost you 35k but now you've brought it up to the standard of all the properties that are on the road yeah. at 330k. Yeah. So you spent 35k, but you've added 70k worth of value basically. Yeah. So it would even a lot of the time rundown properties can even work well for you basically. Mm. So um, I would say that if you've got the buying rundown properties, a lot about if you've got the cash. Now a lot of first-time buyers may struggle to have the cash for the purchase and then to fix the property yeah. up as well. So that's why you'll find a lot of first-time buyers don't just don't go for fixing yeah. me up as then they go for something they can move into. Yeah. It's kind of why a lot of first-time buyers actually do love for uh, uh, new builds as well because new builds they can see themselves looking into it straight away. Yeah, like however, moving. Exactly. However, if you've been um, viewing properties quite a lot, then sometimes you can see beyond the. Yeah. The um, interior and just see bricks and mortar, and yeah. you can vision what you want to do with it essentially. Yeah. So, yeah, again, location is the main thing. One thing I'd always recommend is using Zoopla and Rightmove and checking sold house prices. Mm, that's smart. Now, surveyors, right? Surveyors are qualified individuals. They're, they're good at their role, should I say. Like, they're, they're professionals, they're experts, right? But one thing that they do go on, property is a market, just like just like stocks and shares, right? Just like the price of Apple today, property is a market and yeah. it's a buy and sell, even back to the old market days, you got to say yeah. how much is someone willing to pay for this basically. Yeah. So even if it is um even if it is like how do I put this? The price of a property is just mainly based on what someone is willing to pay for it. So surveyors as as much as they are professionals and experts, they have to go on what property sold recently do you know what I'm trying to say mm. if um you interested in buying number 13 right and number 11 and number 15 yeah either side of you yeah sold um last month for 400k yeah and your property is exactly the same standard yeah. it's going to be very hard for a surveyor to say that your property isn't also worth 400k okay do you get what I'm trying to say yeah which is why which is why I'm, I made the comment about um, if it's got damp on the walls, because if you bring it up to the standard of those on the road, yeah. really and truly, it should be the same. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? And that's how they, um, that's kind of how they base it. It's kind of like, um, the other day I'd done a um, remortgage on one of my properties, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it was like, um, I think it was two years after I bought it, essentially. Um, and I was only, I only needed a little bit of money out of the property. So I said that, yeah, the property's going up um, 10K in value or something like that. And the guy came around and he was like, 
yeah, it's only it's only ten k than what you bought it for, right? Yeah. So they they're very they can be very blasé when yeah. they come round and value a property. Yeah, it's basically, like, yeah, it's right. like yeah, it's like yeah. yeah, yeah. So long as it's not too much, and so long as it's nothing that no yeah. one can check them on. And again, yeah. if a property is sold down the road for the price that you're talking about, then like yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, like, right, that's the going rate, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. You've like I've learned so much. Seriously? No, honestly, I've learned so much. I'm literally just looking like right, okay. In my head, I'm taking mental notes of what <laughs> I need to do. Right, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. What are you saying, listeners? I need to come again. You need to come again. A hundred percent. Wow. A hundred percent. I'm happy, man. I'll, I'll be. It'll be my pleasure, man. Hundred percent. Unless I get anyone emailing me saying don't bring him back. Yeah. On. Then, then okay, we might have to retalk. I'm joking. I'm joking. But before we run this up. What is what one thing you want to leave in everyone's head? Like one thing, and they're gonna think bricks with tips said. What's the one thing I'm gonna leave them with? I know, I know. I always do that to everyone. I leave them on the spot. I'm sorry. I should have should have pre-warned you. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I know. But just um, the one thing you kinda wanna leave everyone with. Um it's something it's actually something that um my wife always says to me, right? Yeah. And it's something that I said at the beginning as well, is that um try and do when it comes to property, try and do as much as you can at once, basically. And that, that's the kind of advice that um, she gives to her friends as well, and I give to my friends as well. It's kind of like, let me give you an example. Some people, um, they want to increase their credit, credit score, right? Yeah. So what they'll do is they'll spend a year um, improving their credit score, and then they'll start saving. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. So no. The, 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 what you want to do is you, you want to do as many things simultaneously as possible. Yeah. And it's like, even if you can't save a lot right now, Work out what you need to save when you do yeah. get that new job or something, basically. Yeah. Even sometimes, like the, like, the way I've bought property at times is that I've gone for a new job and I know what they need to pay me in order for me to be able to do X, Y, Z, basically. Yeah. So I'm asking for this and I'm kind of saying that, right, this is, this is what I need, basically. Yeah. I'm going to say so. Knowledge is key. Like, um, so I would say the main things are improve your credit score, save and then other than that just keep reading and learning and yeah. learning and learning like watch youtube videos watch my youtube videos um follow other people as well there's a lot to learn about properties yeah. so that you're so well versed i feel like people underestimate how much of a weapon knowledge is do you yeah. know what i say so that is my main thing and it's kind of the main reason why i do everything that i do basically is because the knowledge is out there for everyone yeah it's funny sometimes there. Yeah, sorry to go on a no bit, go but um Regarding the property thing, yeah, sometimes there's something that I've just read, I've just come across. Yeah, yeah, it's normal. I'm, I get that too, yeah. Yeah, I've, yeah, just, yeah. I've just come across this on the internet, right? Yeah, yeah. And I've tweeted it, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, that's it, that's it, yeah. Yeah, it was like, what the fuck I'm just like, wait. I just got this yeah. up <laughs> I know, I know. So, yeah, man, it's just about, um, yeah, reading and educating yourself, and yeah, definitely. And I just wish everyone the best. And if people want to hit me up with questions, um, 100%. At Bricks with Tips, Bricks with a Z, no S, it's a Z in Z. Z Bricks. And with then tips. tips with a Z as well. Yes. With is spelled normally. You know. <laughs> okay, thank you. Just to clarify, just to clarify. Just to clarify, just so we're sure. But yeah, yeah man, that's, that's, that's it basically. Just learn as much as you can. And learn as much as yeah. you can. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been my pleasure. I really enjoyed it. Honestly, it's been amazing. Thank you. Um, to everyone listening, make sure you hit him up with any questions. I'm not the go-to person for property. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Everything else, I'm here. Property is not my forte. So that's why I had to bring in an expert. Um, but yes, this has been an amazing episode. So we'll see you guys again next week. Great. Bye. Bye.